Oh, skirt scare! Welcome to the dead alert! Hi, everybody! <laughs> what just happened? So, remember how I, like... function. Yeah. We've had a malfunction. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't quite get the microphone to work. So, I got the microphone to work. I couldn't get it to stand up. So, I just kind of, like, wedged it between my, like, desk drawers. <laughs> and, um, I got really excited saying skirt, skirt. And exactly. And now, now we're holding it up with our arms it's okay okay well that's gonna be the vibe tonight i guess or this morning <laughs> or, or is it the morning this morning <laughs> approximately uh 4 a.m to 6 a.m yeah exactly time. exactly that's 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 what time it is right now right here um anyway welcome to our show welcome um, to the dirt alert this is the dirt alert we Just like dirt two here. girls saving the world you know one radio show at a time exactly one radio show at a time um, so tell me, who are you, mysterious girl? Oh, who am I? One girl. One of the girls. One of the girls. <laughs> one of the girls. I am, in fact, I am, in fact, one of the girls. My name is Abby. Um, what, what uh, my pronouns are she, her, hers. I am a junior at Barnard College, and, um, I, uh, what, what else do you want? Any other... <laughs> Um, how did you get into environmental science? Ah, well, I'm not actually in environmental science. I'm in a different oh, well, kind how, of science. How are you, how do you, why do you like much. the environment? <laughs> why do I love the environment? I, well, I have a brain. Um, that's mm. the first one. Important step. It is, it is an important step. Um, but after, after that preliminary round of why I would like it, um, I actually, grew up in Boston or right outside of Boston and I would mm -hmm. spend my summers basically every single summer um, growing up in Maine like hiking and camping and canoeing and hugging a whole bunch of trees doing doing the do's and I've been really lucky and have had some friends uh, that I've met in my later years after my Maine <laughs> summers who have lived in other beautiful places in the world like for instance uh, Colorado um, which is hmm, who very, is there? I I wonder weirdos. Um, but the uh, environment is. I don't want to say it's important to me more so than it is to other people. I think it's. I think it should be important to everybody. It is where we mm -hmm. live. It is where you know people have been living for hundreds of thousands of years. It is. A wonderful place it is a beautiful place it sure and is. though there are people who um, might make it a frustrating place many times um, it isn't too late to, to educate people and to talk about it and to try to find try to make this glass of 2020 a half full glass that's that it's half that's full it it's half full of spring water it's fresh spring water it's not polluted and it's Which is and in a reusable in a reusable cup and not a plastic water bottle. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly where it is. Yeah, um, for sure. Cause hashtag tap. A hashtag tap and hashtag reusable plastic water bottles. I better see you out there with those now jeans. <laughs> I'm more of a Camelback kind of girl though. That's the thing. Ooh, we're gonna have a problem. Well, see, a lot of people do have problems, but it's the straw. If the straw's in front of me, I'll just drink more of it. You know. Exactly. Yeah. All right. All right. So enough about me. Okay. Okay. You know, enough about me. Tell me about you. Who are you? Okay, well, I am the other member of the Dirt Alert, the other host, you may say. Um, <laughs> my name is Charlotte Berger. 
uh, pronounced burger, um, like the food. <laughs> <laughs> my name and my pronouns are she, her, are she, her. Are we talking um, like hamburgers, veggie burgers, salmon burgers? We're talking, okay, for are the you more purpose. more of a salmon burger? Salmon. The purpose of this, for the purpose of this podcast, I am a veggie burger, but I do enjoy meat every now and then. Um, and that is Everything a, in moderation, my girl. Everything in moderation, right? And that is something that I have grappled with as a, an environmentalist. Um, but I have chosen to be a meat eater, so, uh, a herb, uh, an omnivore, as you may say. An omnivore. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I am a junior at Barnard, and my major is environment and sustainability, um, which is basically Barnard's version of sustainable development with a little bit of more, more science mixed in there, um, but not that much, not too much. <laughs> and... Yeah, you don't even I- have to take the second semester of intro bio. I know, I can't believe it. Um, but the reason I'm into environment and sustainability is because as like Abby, I was raised kind of in the backwoods of the country. I was also raised in like Boston. Yeah. So backwoods and not backwoods. There you go. Um, A little bit more backwards than I was backwards. You know, you know, around there. Um, but I did a lot of hiking, a lot of backpacking, um, when I was a kid, when I was growing up and, you know, I was kind of just raised in the dirt pretty much. I was very much a dirt kid. I am self-described as granola. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, a lot of people describe me as very granola. Um, but the crunchy, the crunchy variety, the very crunchy type. Yeah, exactly. Um, So much texture. There's so much texture. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm specifically really interested in policy, um, just because, I have seen how, what the environment can do for me, and I want to spread that to other people and make that, you know, the environment something that's equitable and accessible from by all people. Um, I think sometimes the environmental movement can seem a bit elitist. It can seem a bit far-fetched. It can be a, seem a bit far from, you know, normal, regular life, but it doesn't have to be, and it shouldn't be, because we are all affected by the environment pretty much constantly. Um, and certain people to a more intense extent but um i charlotte's just talking about herself because she's in colorado and it's currently on fire i am in colorado and actually we will be speaking about that at some point but it is on fire and there the the air index is currently 226 that is unbelievable that is (laughs) that is a lot and it's a lot you might need to explain what the uh scale uh means a little bit later yeah so I can, I can, I can like touch on it super briefly, but, um, give us the, the, the abridged version, the like air index scale for dummies. So like normal air, um, I don't really know exactly how to explain the air index fully. Um, I don't, I don't study it. Um, I am not an expert. I will not promise to know everything. (laughs) Um, But the AQI is usually, which is the air quality index, is usually between 50 and 100. And we are way over 100. So that's really a problem. That Um, is a large, a large problemo. Yeah. So basically the air is pretty unhealthy. It means there's a lot of particulates in the air. There's a lot of things you can inhale. Um, So we've been highly recommended not to go outside at all or especially exercise outside that's really bad <laughs> my yeah, goodness i know it's not great that's, yeah it's that's not good lot. it's not good at all um but that's a whole other issue we will get into that um that will definitely be mentioned but that is my background um so yeah that's pretty much why we both like the planet yeah. um and why should you care like why should other people care abby why should they care 
Why should other people care? I think I just answered this. I, I think it should be a very like straightforward, straightforward answer. People should care about the environment because it's where we live. It's yeah. it's our home. There, there's no hashtag. There's no planet B. You know, there I, uh, really is no planet B. Yeah. I mean, you might think Mars is a viable option. It's not. It's not. Well, we shouldn't be. We shouldn't be relying on that as an option. I feel like we should be fixing our own planet before we try to ruin another one. Pretty I mean, much. honestly, right now, <laughs> I'd be. I'd be really, really excited to go to Mars, but... Okay, but, like, visiting Mars. <laughs> well, which still kind of is a problem because of pollution, but whatever. <laughs> mm, <laughs> we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Rockets, <laughs> rockets, a lot of, lot of fuel. A lot of fuel. Yeah, lots of fuel going in there. But could be, it could be fun, you know? If it's in the future, I feel like our technology is just becoming greener and greener, so um, you never know what's going to happen. But anyway... True. Yeah, I totally agree with that. People should care because this is our home. Mother Earth loves us, and we should love her back, pretty much. From a pretty very much. standpoint. So, <laughs> additionally, this is our first episode. So we're just kind of going to give you guys a rundown of how our podcast is kind of going to be set up. Mm-hmm. We, uh, clearly, we are two crack, crack buttheads. What, what are we? Weirdos? Whack, wackos? Wackos. There you wackos. go. That's perfect. We're wackos. two, we're two <laughs> silly, silly girls mm-hmm. who love the environment, who also wanted to make a podcast, but there's so much stuff to talk about related yeah, to the environment. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> and so we broke it down uh, into episodes. As best as we could. <laughs> as best as we could, right? Um, so we will have episodes that range from, or, the, you know, an episode about the food industry, for example, and how America, but also other places in the world, are contributing to uh, emissions via the food industry, how cows are farting our way to planet B, you know, I mean... Oh my god, those poor cows, they just got so wrecked right there. (laughs) Just got destroyed. I mean, like, moo-moo, it's all I'm saying. (laughs) Dude, it's, like, partially their fault, but also not their fault, so... No, I mean, it's human's fault, but, like... (laughs) Yeah. But cows. (laughs) But, like, cows. Um, Yeah. uh, We're gonna have a fashion... Or just an episode related to the fashion industry. Yeah, and just clothing in general. um, Just because that's such a whole beast to tackle. Such a beast. Um, such a beast. Yeah. I mean, like, there's there's a lot of ways to be, renew- like, renewable and, like, sustainable with fashion, but there are a lot of ways to not be. And it's honestly easier in our current, you know, our economy to not be sustainable. And, like, that sucks because that should not be that way. Yeah. And we're going to have uh, episodes about biodiversity. We're going to have episodes mm-hmm. specifically devoted to water. Um, a- mm-hmm. We're going to have... Uh, episodes specifically related to environmental racism, which I think is really important. Yeah, um, and I think recycling. I think some, hmm, something to add on top of that is we definitely like will be keeping environmental justice and environmental racism in the back of our minds throughout all of our episodes. Yeah, um, I mean, and we'll yeah, also we be need keeping, to focus on it. You though. know, capitalism, mm-hmm. which will be a really really big theme in the fashion industry episode. You know, yeah. capitalism is going to be a reoccurring theme in all of these and we can make fun oh, of yeah. it we don't we'll come up with some brilliant jokes you guys can, won't even <laughs> won't even know capitalism man but yeah what we'll be talking a about concept dude capitalism cra- is crazy <laughs> Yo. the fact that yeah i don't know but Industrial we'll also revolution 
love it. Love it. How time, literally the way we classified time was changed because of the, because of capitalism. Fantastic. I don't, I don't believe in circadian rhythms anymore. I don't think I have them. They don't exist. (laughs) Mm -mm, mm -mm. I don't, yeah, I don't believe in them. Well, I believe that they were a thing at one point. And that you can see them in other animals that have not been um, introduced to the same kind of industrialization. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, like, domesticated, and then I was like, that's pretty (laughs) human-centric. It's like, ugh. Is human-centric a thing? Yeah, human-centric or, like, I don't know. I think, like, it's just... That's just a typical, like, human-centric is just typical human. Like, oh, normal typical human behavior. behavior. Oh, typical <laughs> human behavior. Okay, so when Hugh something woman. is... Hugh whatever, woman behavior. <laughs> Hugh woman. Whenever we talk Did about something... Did you know something, that we go to Barnard? We, we actually go, go to the Barnard. school of the women. We go to the school of the women. The women who are fantastic. It's actually the back door to Columbia. Women. You know, this actually came hey. up the other day. <laughs> no, this actually came up the other day. Someone was asking me to, like, describe to them... Mm what this is straight up on tinder they were like oh like you're graduating from columbia and i was like mm. oh by like, the way well we, we will be using tinder as a talking point just oh, so you know. always <laughs> environmentalism is is shared very very effectively through uh dating apps but oh yeah okay i I, I digress <laughs> not even not even related to the environment all i was gonna say <laughs> is that Go ahead. i realized that i'm I'm past the halfway point, right, of, of my college experience, right? I'm, I'm a junior. I still don't know how to define the relationship between our two schools. Yeah, honestly, neither do I. When people ask me that question, I'm like, uh, we are the women's college. Yeah, they're, they're like, but, like, there's four colleges. I'm like, yeah, like, there's, like, the, the Columbia College, and then there's, mm-hmm. like, the engineering one and then gs no one fucking freaking knows what gs is no we freaking. can swear it's okay okay, okay. no <laughs> one fucking knows what gs is. i was i was told general studies i was like you mean liberal arts they were like no 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 general studies i was like it's what like does for, that mean it's for old people but like or, no, it's or international people. people or it's international people, people. Have, like done other things like i know veteran gs who's, who's a ballerina like she was a professional ballerina and she That's decided so that sick yeah, she's studying sustainable development. Her name is also Charlotte. Hit her up. I don't know if I'm not going to plug her on this, but. <laughs> she's great. And then, and then I'm like, and then there's Barnard. And they're like, okay, so like Columbia College is like the liberal arts college. Like, what's Barnard? I'm like, yeah. But also liberal but arts. So more estrogen and less Y chromosome or fewer exactly, Y like chromosomes. Way, yeah, f- way fewer Y chromosomes. See, like, my grammar is getting better. Few. I know, yeah, I'm astronomically few did you just hear my grammar <laughs> i'm supposed facts. to be the one who's good at english <laughs> yeah okay Actually, well, speaking my grammar, of which, oh speaking <laughs> of which you know some some people might be curious as to why charlotte and i would make a podcast yeah why well, these well, two people why these two people <laughs> you know that's a great question and i'm glad you asked <laughs> i'm so glad so what a segue what a segue abby so handled beautifully so- <laughs> <laughs> So Charlotte texts me one day and she's like, "All right, Abby, we should make a podcast." And I was like, "Why? Like, I like sounds mm. like a, like like why?" And she was like, "I had no other thing. choices. I have no <laughs> other friends." She's like, "Here's the thing. Our educations, we're learning like the opposite of things. We can combat. We can battle. We can battle sustainability." 
from two different ends and it'll have no way out. That's what she said to me. She said, mm. it will, envi- she said sustainability will have no way out. So what's your end, Charlotte? Um, I mean, my killer segue was, you know. Of, of you, the conversation? Which, which I said those exact oh, words. No, I mean, She's I, quoting me verbatim. <laughs> but my end of the whole thing is that... Um, the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, like, I reached out to Abby because we have different backgrounds, but we both like environmental science. And, so, and, and because we're, we're wackies. Is that we're what I said? Wacky. Not, what did I say? I was like, wackos. I said wackos. wackos. We're wackos. We're, we're wackos. wackos. You already forgot. <laughs> I'm used to just saying crap. <laughs> but um, basically, okay, so like my specific background is like, I, I mean, I'm obviously studying environment and sustainability, so environmental obviously. science and policy. But I'm also an English major. Um, no, you're not. You're not an English major. I'm, an, I'm a minor. That's you're correct. You're an English minor. <laughs> that was my fault. Sorry, guys. Sorry to the English majors out there if I offended you. Um, <laughs> so I'm an English minor. So, um, But I really like the combination of environmental science and literature and like how like the environment presents itself in literature. Like, I mean, recently I studied how Shakespeare represents like his like the climate in his um in his novels because i find that fascinating for some reason um (laughs) but i also really like law and policy and environmental policy specifically i feel like i can enact the most change with policy which makes a lot of sense um so that's like what i'm interested in going into um and that's like I guess my background, but Abby has a different background than well, me. Well, that's that's actually and Charlotte's practice for her interview for law school. So yeah, that's it. That's exactly what I'm gonna say. Just that's like actually that. what <laughs> that's actually what this podcast is really about. I yeah, I didn't finish our text conversation. School. Yeah, it's really just practice. Yeah, she was like, yeah, actually, I was like, yeah, actually, it's law school. <laughs> so unfortunately, um, I'm not gonna be going to law school. See, I I didn't. Ugh. My my reading is like not past like the fifth grade, so I'm not. I'm <laughs> so one of us one of us is literate. Guess one which? Literate. <laughs> um, the other day, you know, I'm not actually gonna say what words. I still have to ask you how to spell. I'm actually just not gonna say it. There's a lot of words that I don't know how to spell. Um, texting the whole idea of like it's cool to spell words wrong. That's just how I regularly spell, and I just got so significantly cool because of it. That's what happened. So I don't uh, read. I I I draw a lot of hexagons. I draw a lot of hexagons, um, heptagons, pentagons, but mostly hexagons. Um, I'm a molecular and cellular bio major, which is like very similar to biochem, except for a little bit broader and less about specific enzymes. At least mm. that's what I'm starting to believe. Uh, but then I also minor too in art history i minor in (laughs) art history because there is reading involved but there's also a lot of pictures you know it's like the picture book of literature that's what it is it's the picture book of literature it it is i mean it's like reading virginia versus reading horton here's a who that's what that's what it is really okay you're really being humble right now. She's being extremely humble right now. <laughs> um, I love Horton Hears a Who. Okay, Horton Hears a Who is fantastic. Yeah, but... that was not supposed to be a demotion of myself, I promise. Demotion for Horton Hears a Who. But no, I'm, that no, was I'm a saying... promotion. That's a promotion. Promo. <laughs> yeah. That's she a was promo. like, yeah, I'm going to flex really quick. <laughs> you know what? Because after all, a person's a person no matter how small. Goddamn. 
There mm-hmm. you go. There, that's, that's the quote, guys. And honestly, that could be applied to the environment because no matter how small you are, you be, can make a change. used to be my – in middle school when I first got an Instagram, that was my counts. Instagram bio. Oh, my God. You're so creative. Every, well, everyone else was woman. doing – everyone else was doing be yourself because everyone else is taken. And I was like, I know how to be, be myself. That. I can be I'm myself by quoting Doctor Who. Doc, Doctor Who. By doing Doctor Who. <laughs> Dude, wrong thing. <laughs> All right, let's 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 talk about some s- sustainabilities. Yeah, let's talk about it. So, I mean, you may have heard that something called COVID nineteen is going around. Hold up. Um, Hold up. What? Do you not know about that? Oh my god! See, she lives under a rock. Wait. Illiterate. Hold <laughs> <up>. <laughs> That's the one thing I can spell. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> covid okay well basically i don't know we wanted to like kind of throw out some ideas about um covid and like how it interacts with the environment um and also how it's still absolutely possible to be sustainable during this mm -hmm. uh pandemic this era this period of time this exactly what you know this uh this pandemic this this time it has um, turned a whole bunch of lives kind of upside down on their head. Yeah, crisscross, applesauce, pepperoni pizza sauce. <laughs> including and, all of ours uh, now. In, all of ours. And, mm. uh, you know, I just moved back to New York, and I I have always composted. Like, always. Like, I, there's compost yeah. in my house. There's, like, in my house back home, back where I grew up, there was compost in my dorm room, you know, there. And it was always easy i mean there was a green market that came twice a week every mm. single week rain or rain or snow or shine or wind or sleet or smog usually nice. smog that was, that was, a, was beautiful thank you uh yeah um, weather too so you know and um we could just drop off our compost we would put our tupperware right back in the freezer and you know rinse repeat you know it was so mm. easy and the green cell doesn't come anymore because it's really hard to socially distance um and new york I, I am yeah. in new york right now and new york was hit really hard and i think that it's it's definitely coming back like new york is is still new york but it's it's being very cautious about being new york you know yeah it's like level one to ten new york i feel like i mean i'm not there so i can't really talk but that's what I feel like it is. Is it level one? Is it level two? Like, what would you say? What would you say it is? Well, what we have to define these. these like, like ten. Areas. Like ten is like New York. Like the New Yorkiest New York. Like bustling streets. Okay, like so ten happening. is what was happening like last January. Yeah. And then one is what was happening last May. Okay, so then what are you now? Like, how would you rank New York now? I don't know if I can put it on a number scale. That's totally fine it's if like, you can. It's kind of just, just like throwing it out there. It's like, it's like New York is New York, right? Like I'm mm. from a place where everything shuts down at 2 a.m. There's no public transportation at, after 2 a.m. Mm. There is no, uh, like, if you're in a bar and it's 2 a.m. That I'm not in a bar. I'm, I'm underage, obviously. But I, what I hear oh. from other people <laughs> is that I don't <laughs> know that. <laughs> oh, I'm actually 24, so it's all good. What? <laughs> oh my god. So I'm basically 21. It's fine. So, uh, I mean, in Boston, you know, it'll be 2 a.m. and all the lights will just go on. Like, on. Like, not off. Like, mm. 
the lights will go on. Like, imagine, it's, it, all of Boston just shuts down. And so I move here after living there for five months under mm -hmm. the, you know, under the um, advisory of my parents. And uh, everything is still open, but it's weird. Like, the streets will be pretty empty on a Saturday night, like, walking up Broadway. And it really has brought my attention and my roommate's attention, both of us, really, um, it's really obvious and, like, in your face, but in a way that, like, we felt stupid almost for not realizing before is mm. no one is outside on the streets except for the people who don't have anywhere to go but the streets. Yeah, I mean, that makes a lot... I feel like that makes... It's not surprising, but it's really... It's sad, and it's, like... And there will be, you know... There have always been, like, full beds, like, set up in Riverside, right? Like, there have always been, like, mattresses and, like, you know, that's... And it's devastating. I just... I think the the population has definitely... Of, of homeless people in New York, for sure, mm. has absolutely risen. And in the middle of the pandemic, which... I mean, it makes sense, but it's also ironic in itself. But... It's a. Uh, it's it's made a lot more clear because there's nothing contrasting it. There's no there's no one else on the streets to contrast that. Yeah, it's just like. Yeah, I mean, like, okay. Contrary to you, um, so for some reason my family didn't have a compost, so this is kind of like the opposite story. So like we got a compost during quarantine, and it's actually been going really well because like we've been at the home to watch it and like make sure it's thriving um so like that's the difference but that's because like we live in a it's we i live in a very different place than the city um i mean like it, it could not be more different well <laughs> in the city they when when covid hit they actually in order to to you know apparently you know picking up compost was an essential job and they got rid of it as an that's essential so job because it was putting more people's yeah. lives as risk so if a if an entire building has trash recycling and compost, um, which a lot of them did, and the trash is being picked up and the recycling is being picked up, they're pu they they have to hire and thus put at risk more people to pick up the compost too, and the people who work in the compost facility, like, you know, they were either laid off or you know, told you can come back if this ever ends, but I mean. Compost is slowly coming back, and thanks to EcoReps and Columbia, um, it's a lot easier for us to have access to compost uh, pickup locations. EcoReps is uh, a sustainability group club. It's not a club. It's a sustainability student group that's on campus. It is Barnard students. It is all of the other Columbia College students and Columbia College's students. And we, um, we have three committees that are all dedicated to sustainability in their own uh, more specific fields. So we have a dining committee that kind of talks to Columbia Dining and has events like Meatless Mondays and like plate scraping events to encourage people to go about their eating habits in a more sustainable way. Um, like, I don't know, sc scraping all of your, like, 
food that you didn't end up eating into a bucket at the end of a meal can be a little bit unappetizing, I will agree, but it does discourage people. It does discourage people from throwing away a ton of food. Yeah, because it's like a visual thing about like, hey, this is all the stuff that could have gone in your stomach, you know, if you hadn't, mm-hmm. if you've been more conscious of what you're eating. And then there's a another committee that is all about uh, living green. Mm. So they host different educational events and they are really involved in uh, like off-campus green uh, meetings and uh, organizations Mm -hmm. and it's really awesome to have that connection and then what Charlotte and I at least were really active in until COVID hit and now we're we're slowly making our way back in we're making our way back in yeah I mean it's it's more that I'm making my way back in yeah I'm I'm ashamed of the fact that yeah it's just I mean like I don't know we all have like no I know things things are just coming up anyway it is what it is you know it used to just be the recycling committee mm-hmm. and now it is the recycling committee slash the conscious consumption committee mm, which is um, a and really we're mod- great title for that yeah thank you spencer so um it's it's really awesome because it is basically a committee where recycling and all things you know recycling on campus off campus how we can educate people how we can improve facilities on campus yeah um to make our living area a lot more sustainable and eco-friendly but it's also a place where we can you know recycling is important but it should be the last step it really should right? I we mean, have reduce and then reuse and then recycle so it really is so the like first a thing, final step i mean the first thing you should do is reduce right you yeah. reduce the amount of things that you bring into your like i'm not preaching zero waste lifestyle which i mean i probably should it can be, be difficult to do but that. it's just not it's not feasible not when you're a college student in new york city like it's i guess it's possible it totally is possible but it's if people were preaching that and only preaching that we wouldn't get anywhere we just wouldn't get anywhere exactly and it's always it's honestly not feasible it's not feasible for everyone like socio socioeconomically wise like it's just not like some people are in areas where they can't get access to things that are zero waste and maybe they don't have the money to like order it online so like um, but the idea is to yeah. reduce. So, you know, yeah. instead of... There are things oh, um, there are things everyone can reduce. Um, lots of things. In, you know, use... This is an easy one. Use a little bit less shampoo and conditioner when you take a shower. Yeah. I mean, we can get into, like, buying eco-friendly shampoos and conditioners, but just on a very basic level, if you are taking a shower and you want to wash your hair and you usually use, you know... A handful of shampoo, you can cut that back by a few tablespoons. Like you can do that, and that's yeah. tablespoons. Okay, the, you're just measuring uh, in the shower. <laughs> it's an eyeball. It's an, it's an eyeball. Yeah, exactly. It's an eyeball. I'm like, I don't know, with like with an eyeball <laughs> amount of shampoo. Exactly. With like showering and stuff, like you know, eyes don't actually grow after your baby. What? Why okay, you? what? That's why babies have such massive eyes. Wait, that's actually bizarre. I did not know that. <laughs> Science fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Foreheads do, in fact. Yeah, foreheads, foreheads do grow. In my experience, okay, you can't see it, but I have a five head, so it's cool. But anyway, as no, I was... you absolutely don't. As I was saying... Try seven. <laughs> seven head. As I was saying, like, with showering and, like, water use in the bathroom specifically, I mean, I feel like we were all taught this as kids, but, you know, like, when you're brushing your teeth, like... 
turn it off when you're brushing your teeth. And hey, we're <laughs> in COVID. No one's smelling you anyway. Exactly. You may you're not kissing I anyone, mean, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. But, uh, but like with showers and stuff, you know, like... Um, no one is smelling you. You can take, you know? you can take shorter showers. And also, like, if you have a special someone and you've been quarantining with them, you can shower together, you know, a little saving water. <laughs> saving water and, and so many, so many benefits. Saving we'll just water sexily. There you go. Yep, yep. Environmental sexes. Not sexism. <laughs> Not sexism. I was about to say. I was. I was about to say environmental sexism. Yeah, which I actually exists. Take by the way, I'm <laughs> just gonna put that out there. Yeah. That, yeah okay. That's. that's <laughs> but no. Anyway, I have a question for it you. It is COVID. Actually. Well, well. Okay. Then we'll get to the the second R in the. Three, oh yeah, you wanted to get. Okay, yeah. we haven't gotten to the R's. Yet. Yeah. Go ahead. Continue. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's that's reduce, right? Mm-hmm. Reduce. Reduce the amount of shampoo you have. Then you recycle, right? So you're finished with your shampoo bottle. Yeah. What do you do with it? You don't throw it away. You don't do you it. You don't throw it away because you can use that shampoo bottle for an art project. You can put paint in it. Mm-hmm. You can wash it out. I mean, wash it out, right? Okay, sanitize, you know, do whatever you need to do. Oh, yeah. You put paint in it. You make it a paint... Uh, 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 you use it to like splatter yeah, some a paint, paint on vessel. Canvas. You can also like, you make mix beautiful. paint in there. Like, you yeah. can put pancake batter into Ooh, it and make really pancake art. <laughs> I know. I know. You can Charlotte might need it to be gluten free pancake batter mix, exactly. but that's okay. We can we can accommodate. <laughs> but also, I mean, you can like store stuff in there. Yeah, okay, out yourself. Um. Also, as <laughs> I am adding myself and my allergies, but also like. Okay. Intolerances. You can, like, reusing, you know, you can cut that up and make something cool out of it. You can reshape it. You can use it as a food storage container. You can put more shampoo in it. Like, you can refill. Um, I do that sometimes, too. I have these giant bottles of shampoo and conditioner that I keep in, like, the clo- my, the like the drawers of my bathroom. And then I have my, like, smaller bottle that I just refill. Um, and that's like, that's, I don't have to buy like smaller bottles constantly. I just have that like smaller bottle that I refill every time. And that's a great way to reuse your shampoo. And it's also nice for traveling too. Oh yeah. And it saves money. Oh, exactly. So then the last R is. Number three. You've made, you've made your pancakes and, uh, there's like mold growing. No, there's not mold. You've made your pancakes. (laughs) You realize that, you know. Marie Kondo told you to get rid of things Marie that don't Kondo. give you joy. Kondo. 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 I don't know. I literally haven't seen an episode. It's fine. I haven't either. So, I really should watch that, though. <laughs> so she's saying it doesn't give you joy anymore, that you should get rid of it. It's too much cluster. And you're like, this has brought me a lot of joy in my life because I got so much use out of it because it lasted me a long time in the shower when I had all my shampoo in it. It lasted me a long time when I was making pancakes with exactly. it. And now it is time to recycle it's time it. To say but what people forget is that recycle should be the last step, not it's the first It's not the step. first one. I think that people, like, nowadays we rely way too much on recycling. And, like, honestly, the recycling system is pretty fucking flawed. Um, 
the language is is needed there because it really is and like we should not be relying on that because oftentimes when you think you're recycling something it won't it'll just go end up in the landfill because of improper like someone else recycled something tried to recycle something that isn't recyclable or maybe you had like juices that spilled in your recycling like bin or something like anything can affect its recyclability so we really should not rely on that it's fine to recycle just make sure that you're recycling the right thing um there are specific codes for that. If you look at the bottom of the bottles, they'll have these like numbers on them. And you can just look those up. You can be like, hey, is number five recyclable? And it'll tell you. Um, highly and recommend doing that. We we could give you guys like a like a rundown of what each number means. <laughs> but the more frustrating thing is that it literally changes between oh states. God. And even within states, like it's between so <laughs> counties within states, so that look will up where change. You live it too. is <laughs> so frustrating. Yeah. Like make sure if you're Googling what number five is, if number five is recyclable, mm -hmm. that it's number five in the county in of the, the state, state that you are currently in the place residing that you're living. in. Exactly. Um, which is frustrating. I mean, I feel like they purposely make that super difficult just because they like are like, ah, I don't want to recycle. <laughs> Who's they? Just they meaning I don't know the United States the, government, the, the government, the man, the machine, like all of that, <laughs> all of that. The man, the myth, the legend, the, myth, the, legend. the father, the son, and the Holy Ghost. Exactly, all three of those together are like coming together to defeat recycling the mother the daughter <laughs> and the uh, and the and the the the, the, the spirit spirit the <laughs> hmm. holy spirit okay um i ha but here's my question for you abby so i know that okay because of like um well because of covid we have to throw away a lot of stuff because it has it's contaminated so do you see I'm, i have a question like do you see a lot of like masks around lying around in new york i'm really curious oh my god it's like such, mask pollution. it's such a problem it's mass pollution but it's also becoming like this you know how like the straw movement became kind of like a meme at that yeah. point where it was like like use reusable straws to hashtag save the turtles or whatever oh my god Masks are being found wrapped around the legs and throats of different wildlife animals. I know, I mean... Because there's so much pollution, and I'm not trying to make, like, an argument that, like, you should only, like, save your masks to save this one pelican. Like, that is so not what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say that, like, masks can be reusable, too. It's... You, even the, like, even the... The paper ones, you can still wear them more than once. You don't need to throw away the... I mean, sometimes you just have to have, a, like, a set of paper ones in your in your home in case, you know, a guest or, you know, in case someone doesn't have one, yeah, etc. Those ones are really safe, and those ones have been proven effective because they have those that three-layer combination, um, and they've been used in medical settings for a really long period of time, so they do work well. Um, but it's important to think about, like, alternatives and think about you know like when you throw it away don't just toss it around on the street like no one wants to see that um an alternative that i've actually been really excited hmm. about is a bunch of people have used quarantine to pick up new yeah. projects obviously um and i have a bunch of friends who are now really excited about sewing and making their own masks mm -hmm. and it's like i mean a they're really sick masks like they're awesome like they they have the whole like nose cover exactly. like bumpy thingy and adjustable straps i mean they're wonderful but it's also like you're supporting your friends you're supporting a local business you're 
you're, yeah, I mean, and they're all, you know, most people will make them reusable, and they will be effective. And also just, I mean, reduce, right? If you buy a paper mask, you're probably buying a, a pack of, of 10. Yeah, or, you or don't more need or 10. something like that. Yeah, you really don't. You don't need 10 when there are options out there that can allow you to only have one. Um, there are a bunch of different types of face masks. Some work, some work less. I would say, um, from what I've read, the... I mean, hey, Donald Trump, like, never wore a mask. Exactly. So... And, look at him, look at him. and I mean, he lasted so long without COVID. I mean, he did tweet... He did tweet today that it's not okay, even Okay, well, you deal. should not listen to. <laughs> because COVID <laughs> is a big deal. Trump just is the president of the United States and obviously has access to great medical help. So, let's put that out there. Um, Hold up, are you glorifying our president? Sorry, I'm, I can't. I'm saying I can't, I can't, I can't that as take the it president of the United States, whoever he, whoever he or she is will have great treatment. And her situ- they? their situation will be completely different from the general public. And, like, um, but as I was, like... What I'm saying, though, like, there are a lot of masks out there. I would say the cloth masks that, like, Abby is referencing, like, um, usually there are two layers, are, like, pretty effective. So it shouldn't be, like, you should definitely, if anyone's listening, you should definitely consider, um, like, purchasing, um, getting, like, getting your friend to make you one, making one yourself. The cool thing about making one yourself is you can literally choose whatever it can look. It's gonna look like. You can do whatever. You can have like I have a mask that has hippos on it, like little tiny hippos, and it's adorable. Um, oh my god! <laughs> you got a mask with my face all over. Exactly, it? I know because I love Abby so much. <laughs> That's what it is. But like no, like what I'm saying is just that you know you don't have to waste it and you can be you can be reusable and like you can be well not you yourself can be reusable but you can also be sustainable in the broader but sense. you do not need to be used you are <laughs> you better than that do not let them do, do not let them use you exactly and um masks are a great your body start. is a temple exactly. worship yourself and masks are a great start to you know Especially if you're, like, a budding environmentalist and you're not really sure how to approach, like, living closer to a zero-waste lifestyle or just, you know, lowering your waste in general, this can be a great opportunity to, you know, open yourself up to living a more environmentally friendly life. Buying a cloth mask that you can reuse. I, okay, personally, though, I would not recommend wearing bandanas or, like, thin buffs. Those aren't really going to protect you um, from what I've read. I am not an expert, yet again, but that is what i have read um i mean it makes sense the more layers yeah you know exactly the more layers the better and the thicker the layer you know um just make good choices yeah, it's, just 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 make yeah good and choices. it's, it's and not it's about like this, you I, it's about that, other people too um masks like affect your breathing and they affect your like physiological state <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. I'm, do you excuse know, my French for a second, but that's that, Abby? Like, Can you explain shit. why Absolutely masks not. won't affect you? I, <laughs> I have the experience behind it. Here's the thing. I know many. So I, I ran a lot when I was in high school. A lot. Like a little bit too much, I think. But I did run a lot. So during quarantine, I, you know, was back home. I was with a lot of my friends who I ran track and cross country with and the only thing that we could Mm. do that was social outside was walking and running so we did a lot of it 
I have and also I done wore that. masks while no, running, which people are like, how can you do that? Like, you won't get any airflow. If you, if you are not around anybody else, you can put the mask under your chin. You can really do it. If you are near people, you just pull the mask right up. If, if you're like, I need to do, like, the hardest workout of my life, then it's yeah. up to you to find a location where yeah. you are not near other people, and that's when you can take your mask off. Like, if people are worried about getting enough oxygen, tell them to go outside and go for a run and tell them to wear the mask the whole time, and they will realize that mm -hmm. if they could run half a mile before wearing, before trying to wear a mask and run, they will still be able to run that far with a mask. Yeah, and like, okay, well, people have been, I feel like people have been saying that, you know, I work out at the gym. I can't wear a mask, at the, like, if I'm working out really hard at the gym. But, like, the thing is, is that... Then I say, why are you working out at the gym? All, I say, yes, why? Why are you working out at the gym when literally so many creators on YouTube are putting out such good stuff, like, such good home workouts that you can just follow? I mean, personally, I'm a big advocate of home workouts. Or you can run outside, like Abby does. Okay, do we get it. You outside. lift. Okay, we get it. I don't lift. <laughs> That's the Oh, we get it. You're, you're fit. I'm... Fitness queen. <laughs> Fitness queen. They're all up. Okay, I'll take that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, and, but also, you I want to be, gym. I want to be a fitness non-binary monarch. Yeah. A f oh my God. A fitness monarch? <laughs> non-binary? Well, like queen. <laughs> well, like queen and king is so binary. Yeah, no, it know? really is. So I guess fitness, fitness official. <laughs> fitness executive. A fitness executive. But, um. What I'm saying is that your your gym Fitness president. Yeah, your gym should be taking precautions ahead of time so you shouldn't have to worry about that and they should be, you know, limiting their amount of people. Anyway, um gym environment. Um the, actually the funny thing is is that nowadays because the air quality is not great where I am, I actually like they have asked me to wear a mask additionally on top of wearing a mask in all public spaces, but because there's so much pollution in the air. So, interesting fact, you know, Wearing a mask for two reasons, two in one. <laughs> wow. I know. Killing so many birds with one stone and a lot of masks that get caught around their yeah. neck. Yeah. So many birds are dying. Exactly. <laughs> but are birds real? But are, no. Are birds they're, real? they're... Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? <laughs> no. Actually, oddly enough, I have. Well, but, but why would you see a baby pigeon? They'd be in the nest. No. <laughs> You've never seen a baby pigeon because birds aren't Because they're just, like, put out there. Honestly... I kind of, I kind of want to see the they're, evidence. They're, they're government, they're government. Drones. I want to see the evidence that they're not, that they are real. Um. Anyway, so I thought maybe we could talk about um, just like more about state like COVID and the environment. Um. So yeah, like I was reading an article. You mean like everything that happens? Yeah, like literally days? everything. Um. I mean, do you have any thoughts? Because I have an article that I read that I found really interesting. Yeah, start us off with the article. I'm sure I'll interrupt you at some point. <laughs> you will. Um, so, ba I mean, basically, it's about how, like, because um, I'm really fascinated in how, like, um, COVID spread and how it began. Um, and so I was reading about how a warming climate could affect the spread of diseases similar to COVID-19. All right, warming climate, warming schlimelet. It was because of bad leadership. I'm putting no, it, it out it there. it really was because of bad leadership, but I'm... Interesting. That's part in general because of Don't this. Or not him. even. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. Well, I mean, like, I it's was not saying even... that it's a, it was a nice facilitator. COVID was like, oh, I can just like bundle up because humans have already set the stage. COVID came along and they were like, they were like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little virus. I'm gonna mutate exactly. in a rat. In a, in a rat. bat. In a bat. Come on. So that bat, bat, that bat went and it, it went and shat in someone's Chinese food in Wuhan. That's what it did. That's what it did. That person, well, I'm, I'm calling it Chinese food because it was actually in China, not because of, like, American mm. weird dietary inventions. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I don't love some good chow mein. I'm just putting it out there. Anyway, veggie, because, you know. So, um, and then this virus was like, well, I'm out of the bat. What am I going to do now? And then it was like, hmm, warm air? Uh, nice bodies to just snuggle up in. Oh, what if I just took over the world because this is lit? But we had already set the stage. We had already set exactly. it. Exactly. No, and like, okay, but it's not that COVID specifically is due to, like, is connected to climate change. I'm just saying that generally, when climates are hotter, diseases spread more readily. And That's like, actually not true. It's not true? Okay, tell me the science behind that. Think about flu season. Flu season. What is, it's cold. What is unique about flu? Yeah. Flu well, it's the change cold. of seasons, right? Isn't it the change of seasons? Okay. Yeah, well, so, I'm so, reading. I'm reading an article by the Scientific American, so apparently they're wrong. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that they're wrong. It might yeah. have a like you know, if the average kinetic energy of the air is faster, then things move in yeah. the air faster. That's you know. So I'm guessing that's what they're trying to say there. Yeah, um, but I'm not. But but. but the spread of disease is still very rapid in cold climates because and this is like really scary that just considering i live in a place that has very small closed areas Mm -hmm. when it gets cold people congregate in closed spaces and it's always happened it is like that's just something that humans do to maintain their you want you want science homeostasis if it's exactly. cold outside they want to keep it warm inside literally inside so their flesh so they'll, <laughs> yeah that's what it is you know penguins are just so, they just hug each so, other a lot so okay so by that defi- by that explanation then covid is going to get a lot worse this winter wave two baby yeah, let's so like, go mm, that's kind of scary um no but i'm like what you said about keeping i don't know cool, wimp I'm not scared. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you don't need to be called out like that. <laughs> um, but like, what I was thinking about um, is it's less of like cause and effect. It's more of just like things that happen. But um, this whole, I th- like something that I've been learning about in one of my classes is how just how like how connected COVID and climate are, um, and just how like. Super duper connected. Yeah, and like super duper. We're we're doing um in one of my classes I'm doing a project where we're I'm being I'm a like a climate consultant for a like a climate organization or an environmental you're justice a, focused you're organization a in Harlem. You're I a consultant. Am. I am actually a consultant. Um and currently we're consulting them about something called like something like related to heat waves. Um but specifically that, um in Harlem, there's a huge problem with I heat. I often call consultants sellouts, but it's okay. Okay. An environmental consultant, though, is an environmental sellout, so it doesn't count. <laughs> if you want to sell your soul to Mother Nature, I'm all for it. Honestly, yeah. I feel like that's the only type of consultant you can. that's, that's actually valid. But what I'm Honestly, saying is that yeah. 
we're studying heat waves in Manhattan and how heat waves disproportionately affect communities of color because they're closer together. But how COVID kind of exacerbated this is that um, people were trapped inside and because of lockdown and couldn't go to cooler spaces. So heat has been a huge issue this summer in New York, specifically northern Manhattan. Um, it's really bad. Yeah, it's, it's like it's really bad, and it's just it. it really, you're like, gonna love. I think in COVID's a few weeks. really, COVID's really like showing us all these. Um, I mean, we've we've known about these stuff, this like these kind of environmental impacts before, but like it's really showing us these kind of like environmental, these environmental problems. You know, like. Yeah, that's it's, actually it's, really cool. Like, not cool. Like, it's awful. Yeah, but like, but it's, it's a interesting. it's a it's a segue. Yeah. Um, where. I'm, I'm, this is some, like something you will learn about eventually um, unless they totally change the curriculum because of COVID. Yeah. But um, the intro bio lab course yeah. um, has like a full unit on biodiversity and green roofs. Oh, no, we're, we're going we're gonna to get to that. We're going to get to that. I'm pretty excited. About yeah. <laughs> and it, I mean, obviously a lot of, you know, infrastructure has t- taken kind of a, a halt recently mm. because yeah. that's, you know, essential workers and and, and such. Mm-hmm. But um, green roofs are really a wonderful addition to a lot of buildings that Dude, they doesn't so take up much. too much space. And it, it really helps, especially in, quote-unquote, a concrete jungle where well, it we, literally like, is absorb a heat jungle, like, a, like a sponge. We yeah. are the SpongeBob SquarePants I mean, of you... heat absorption. Oh, my God, we are. <laughs> um, but, like, even if you look at the roads, like, dark roads obviously are going are to, like, you know, absorb sunlight. And just because in dark buildings, too. So if you just look at, like, it's the way when the I go for built, a, walk with my dogs in quarantine we do not walk on the black pavement because exactly. the, little, the little toes get too get too toasty so essentially new york is like this is this magnet for heat and um magnet roofs, or spongebob squarepants <laughs> i think spongebob squarepants is honestly a better analogy here um, yeah i also think but so. we're spongebob squarepants of heat um and yeah so uh, the green roofs or, who's Patrick? Uh, dude. Who's who the, was, what's, what's the Patrick what star of greenery? Of greenery? Like someone who's just under a rock? What's something that's under a rock? Dude, I don't know. Dude, I don't know. Okay, we'll think about it. We'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. Um, but what I was like, but green roofs, as Abby was talking Watch about, are come actually. Back next week. Oh my god, we're like, okay, we figured it out. We know the Alright, Skirt Skirt, welcome to the Dirt, dirt Alert and Patrick star of greenery is. Is. <laughs> but, um, like, green roofs are actually a really good way to combat that. And especially just, not even green roofs, just green spaces in general. Um, that's why Central Park is, like, such a valuable asset to New York. But not everyone has access to Central Park. And not everyone has access to a park nearby. So that becomes this a problem. Um, but no, green roofs are actually really sick. I mean, do we want to talk about green roofs for a second? Like, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. Are, what do you What do you know about green roofs? What do you know? What do I know about green roofs? Yeah. Tell well, me. so I mean, the obvious things, right? The more green that we have, right? Green mm-hmm. photosynthesizes. It takes out CO two. It gives back oxygen, and it does it on a small enough level that it's really not very significant. To be fair. But that's because there are so few of them in Manhattan. It also brings the temperature of the building down, which makes 
you not have to turn up the AC as much, which saves yeah. energy in itself. You mm. can have ecosystems, like full ass, full butt ecosystems on your roof. <laughs> well, yeah, you can grow you gardens, know, the your hashtag own vegetables. Save the bees. Barnard mm -hmm. has a huge bee population because, you know, my awesome advisor, I actually love him. He's like the coolest dude ever. Mm -hmm. uh, he studies the immune responses and like pheromone responses of honeybees because mm -hmm. hashtag save the bees, but also honestly, really important it's work. So right awesome. <laughs> it's super awesome. If you take the second semester of bio, you will probably learn about some. And, hey. uh, <laughs> yeehaw. Uh, but, but anyway, like you, like green spaces not to mention, hold up, that's just a few of the environmental benefits of green roofs. There's so many. I mental, can talk about some too. Mental effects Dude, of green spaces. Really I, true. I literally just read a paper for one of my seminar courses about mm. how biodiversity can psychologically improve people's experiences and help people heal better who are like sick. It can Dude, improve yeah. social relationships. And it's not only the access to green spaces that's obviously the first step but the second step is actually the diversity of like the biodiversity of the species within those yeah. green spaces which biodiversity is actually I mean, it's something really that's super overlooked paper, like yeah but biodiversity in general is something that's super overlooked but honestly super crucial to preserving like the like uh, an effective and like self-sustaining It's honestly like ecosystem. diversity in everything. Like yeah. biodiversity is important, diversity but diversity in, in general is important. Is is really important. You know, um, take for instance, my roommate is a ginger, right? No, I'm just kidding. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> your, your your apartment is so, so different. Lots <laughs> of pot, <laughs> you could say. Yeah, we have one Jew um, and one of the Aryan race. So no, oh, kidding. beautiful. It's fantastic. <laughs> but green, no, green, and green rose, like, Speaking more about green roofs, and then we'll go back to what Matt, Abby was just talking about. But, like, um, the way that I've learned about green roofs is how they help with the Hudson, um, which is a really important part of New York and New York history. The Hudson River is, like, What have they place. helped? Uh, well, basically, yo, so... it's, like, the spot. Yo, like... It's, like, the spot. Yo, like... It's the spot. Yo, like, hit me up around, like... Like, <laughs> like meet me out, like, like crack of dawn. At the Hudson. <laughs> At the Hudson. But what I'm telling you is that the Hudson, like, they used to dump a lot of crap into the Hudson. Like, a lot of poop, a lot of, like, just waste all the time. Um, and because of, like, the Clean Water Act in 1972, things started to be cleaned up a little bit. Um, and because of, like, city regulation. But um, something that really helps... Oh, New York has this problem where their sewer system is combined, so all the rainwater that comes down from the sky just goes into the sewer system, and they can overflow into the Hudson. It's this whole deal. Um, but what re what's really great about green roofs and like green spaces is that they absorb that excess rainwater, so there's less flooding of the sewer system, so the Hudson stays cleaner. Um, and that's like a really great. That's a really like another really great like thing that green roofs do. Um, so that's why, like, we should always, we should be, we should be trying to increase green spaces, green roofs, um, even, like, trees on the sidewalks, um, those are, like, really good absorbers of water, um, because, I mean, because New York's a concrete jungle, it's essentially just, like, a giant 
like sealed off area of land. Like no water is going to. Are you going to cite Alicia Keys? Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys. When I say concrete jungle, yes. Okay, I'm gonna mm-hmm. reference with MLA format. Uh, <laughs> Alicia Keys. Keys Alicia. <laughs> um, Keys comma Alicia. Wait, what? What an Empire State of Mind. Cir- like circa two thousand three. I have no. When did exactly, that come out? Exactly. Yeah, it was somewhere around there. I I don't know. I love that song, but I don't know when it's released. But um, yeah, it just kind of preserving the biodiversity of New York because I mean it's 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 definitely urban and you you gotta have some green space but like what abby was saying about like mental health and like nature that's so those are so intertwined um yeah charlotte gets really fucking freaking depressed when she doesn't have her greens dude the green it's so she gets so sad and then she goes to riverside and she's like i can just think now i can all i can just read my shakespeare plays and i'm like that's actually (laughs) i have done that before and it's really liberating so i I, I wasn't making that up i was (laughs) talking from experience (laughs) i highly recommend that people do that if you are stressed if you need a break take a walk in riverside with your mask obviously but take a walk listen to the birds feel the wind on your face all of that but i'm just saying that like Environment's really important. I mean, I know as someone who is deeply connected to the environment, well, I feel connected to the Are you nat- deeply connected? Nature. Deeply connected? I mean, I am a carbon-based life form, am I not? <laughs> I am of the earth, which is also carbon-based. Um, well, it's basically. Oh, babe. <laughs> it's not just I got, <laughs> I got your hexagons <laughs> and your chair confirmations. <laughs> I'm like, chair confirmation? You mean like the type you sit on? <laughs> Yeah, because uh-huh. I don't understand science. <laughs> well, some of it, not much. Um, but um, it, it is really, it is really connected to mental health, and like that's why I think one of the problems, as I mentioned before, in the environmental movement is making it accessible for everyone. Because I feel like it hasn't always been. Um, I mean, I, in my opinion, or in my experience, has always been a very like white space, um, and that's like not cool because the environment is like i don't know i mean it's from what abby was reading it's pretty much proven to help with mental health and like different problems like that so i mean imagine what it could do for everyone if everyone had you know equal access um so those are my thoughts (laughs) just some food for thought just really some food for for thought some food for thought um but yeah like get out there you know obviously if you're if you're in a place where you can't do that wear a mask um, Preferably. Yeah. Please. No, like, actually, just wear, just wear a mask. Not even. Just wear a mask. Just, just, wear, just, a wear, just, mask. Wear, just wear a mask. <laughs> be, be, be better, you know? <laughs> um, be, do, but if you, do better. But if you, but if you, like, you can't be outside, you know, like, maybe listen, consider, Listen like, to your Jewish plants. grandmother, like, breathing down your neck oh my when God, you're going outside. Just hear her. <laughs> just, just listen. Oh, but you can do better. You can do better. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Or listen you. to your, um, your, I don't know what my mom, my grandma is, Anglo-Saxon? <laughs> listen to your Anglo-Saxon grandma. Oh, God. You can do better. <laughs> you, no. <laughs> or listen to whatever grandma you have. If you don't have a grandma, that's cool. Listen to someone else. <laughs> listen to yourself. If you, if your you don't have a grandma, be, yeah, ex- <laughs> just listen to Charlotte. Charlotte could be your motivator. Charlotte's like basically an old Anglo-Saxon grandmother. <laughs> I know, I honestly am. Anglo-Saxon. <laughs> I'm 
for the medieval ages. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I'm from the medieval ages. I don't oh, know. That's the first the time I learned. Ages. That's the first time I learned about Anglo-Saxons. Was like the Canterbury Tales, if you know what that is. <laughs> the Canterbury Tales. Yeah, has anyone heard? What was of it Canterbury like Tales? living in? Well, I feel like we should get to that in another episode. What it was like environmentally. Yeah. Speaking, At that point, I was I living was not as when you were. Yeah. I was not as environmentally conscious as I am now, but I'm just gonna put that out there. You know, we all grow. It's okay to to start out from a place that you not are you aren't at this moment. Um, it's okay to grow. I feel like I bet she actually I bet she bought plastic water bottles. Oh my god, I think I did. <laughs> Yuck. No, but I'm like I'm just saying that like actually speaking of which, I'm gonna say a little bit about you know. I think that we're all, we, we can be kind of wrapped up in this whole idea of, like, cancel culture and, like, you are wrong if you did anything bad. And that's, like, it's, well, it's, it's bigger than that, you know? All right. So Charlotte is dealing with some technical difficulties at the moment, probably because she's in mountain time. That's the only reason, probably. Uh, so in the meantime, while we get that all figured out, Please enjoy uh, Mercy, Mercy Me by Marvin Gaye. It's about the environment and loving the environment. Thank you. Thank you. On the oceans and upon our seas, fish full of mercury. Oh, oh, mercy, mercy, me. All things ain't what they used to be. Radiation underground and in the sky. Animals and birds who live nearby must die. All things and what they used to be What about this overcrowded land? How much more we use from men? Can't you stand
welcome back. Um, so I've been on TikTok. Ha. Um, and recently I've seen a couple TikToks about this girl doing some environmental gatekeeping. It's a joke, but I don't know. I just wanted to address that and say that that's not what the environmental movement is about. It's not about like shaming people for past choices that may not have been the best. Um, cause people can always grow and change and become better, you know, you can always better yourself. And that's what's up. Fair, but what is cancel culture? Cancel- is just saying I'm canceling yeah, you? Yeah, cancel culture is like the whole idea. I don't know exactly what it evolved from, but it's just this whole idea that like you do something bad, you make a statement, you make a mistake of any sort, and you are immediately like, no one will listen to you. It's like this whole, like you are canceled, essentially. I don't really know how to better explain it. Um, It's just essentially this whole, this very toxic culture of not wanting to hear other people's opinions, not wanting people to grow. Um, there is, there is, there is some, a benefit to boycotting or like not boycotting, but like, well, yeah, boycotting kind of, but like standing up for something and being like, Hey, I don't agree with this. Um, yeah. there's definitely, there's definitely that some, some, a lot of good that comes from that. But cancel culture is when they people take it to the extreme and it's like there's not even a conversation that's opened up. There's not even like mutual respect. It's just like the person who made the mistake is immediately shamed and just like kicked off of, you know, it can be kicked off. You've been. The social media platform. What's the, what's You've the, been um. hip a cancel culture. <laughs> oh no, I was, I was thinking of the pitch perfect quote, but I can't even think of what it You've is. You've been cut off <laughs> yeah that's what it is wow it's kind of awkward that i really just oh my god that's pitch out. perfect it's like an icon movie um but it's it's just a whole idea of like online shaming you know it's an icon movie mary, yeah, poppins. mary poppins is awesome mary poppins would be an environment yeah, i know you know she would yeah for sure um yes no, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. But, like, yeah, it's just this whole idea of, like, shaming companies. I don't know. If, if you've heard of, like, if anyone listening has heard of, like, Oatly and, like, the whole debacle going on with Oatly. I don't know if you've heard of that, Abby. No, I haven't. What is, what's going on with okay, Oatly? Okay, so, Oatly. What is okay, Oatly? Oatly, Oatly I know is a fantastic oatmeal company that is super, like, it's, like, indie and small. Or at least it used to be. And, um. Yeah, fuck Dude, No. And they, they make they make oat milk and their oat milk is like really good. Oh, oat yeah. milk! I thought you were talking about oatmeal. No, no, no. Sorry, I think I might have said oatmeal, but I did. I didn't mean oatmeal. I meant oat milk. Um, but Oatly's like a great. Oh, gotcha. They're a great band brand. But recently, they've come. They're a great band. They make such. They nice make such music good oat music. Oh, yeah. yeah and re- but recently, you you the first time you heard oat meal, the second time you heard oat milk, but really we were all just trying to say oat, oat music. music. Exactly. That's why we were messing mm-hmm. it up. Or that's why I messed it up a couple times. But they're Swedish. Yeah, don't don't blame me. They're this one a on Swedish me. um group. Um and basically they're they are super climate aware. Like their their whole mission is like we you know, producing cow milk creates considerably more greenhouse gases than producing oat milk, which is very true. Oat milk is pretty much one of the most sustainable milks. I think it is the most sustainable milk. Um so it's it's been like hailed as this great company, but then they start in they start investing. <laughs> hey, hey, wait, 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 hey, yeah, Charlotte, what kind of bee gives milk? What bee? 
What kind of what kind of bee gives milk? A bumble? A oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, you you were interrupting my spiel for that. <laughs> Honestly worth it. That's really good. I'm sorry. For you that? Sure? Okay, so Abby and I have an idea to talk about um pickup lines. Tinder pick lines. and uh But anyway, I didn't wait, hold on, let me finish my OMO thing and we can talk about uh, yeah, jeez, your brain's okay. going all over the place. I have ADHD, okay? Calm down. <laughs> Stick it down. <laughs> anyway, so oh the whole thing is that they they took they accepted investment from a company called Blackstone, which if you know anything about Blackstone, they're not the best company. They are a really great investment firm, but they have supported investment in um, destruction of the Amazon rainforest. They've also um, supported. Um, they had something with ICE and like it was related to immigrant immigrant children and separating families um it's more complicated than that but um I'm actually gonna fact check myself right now basically they own look at you go owns. make sure to make sure to cite with MLA I will. Okay, format I'm citing I'm actually I'm citing Reuters so Roy, oh, Reuters 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 I Reuters, Reuters okay I'm Reuters so they own. They okay, own. you can say Reuters to anyone except for the person who literally uses it in her name. Oh my god! Yeah. L- Yikes. <laughs> my my name is Reuters. I know. Like, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> but they own or like invest in Motel Sixes, which um, they Motel Six paid twelve million for sharing guest lists with the U.S. so that ki- people who were hiding out in Motel Sixes. Um, Immigrants who were staying at Motel Sixes, who were undocumented, had um, were got because of Blackstone. So Blackstone's not a great, not a great investment firm. So Oatly accepted investment from them, and it's been this whole issue where a lot of people who drink Oatly, including myself, have been boycotting it because I do not support a company um, that is taking investment from another company that is doing not so great things, both for social causes and the environment. Um, and so that's just been, they released a statement and it's, it's complicated. Like it's complicated because it's this whole issue of, we want to grow our brand and we want to increase our visibility and like sustainable, sustainable visibility, um, in stores by getting investments so we can put our products on the best shelf where people will see it. Or do we stay as a smaller company, not accept investment from this slightly shady firm, um, and be small and not maybe raise as much awareness about oat milk. So it's kind of, it's complicated. Anyway, so a complicated issue that really all circles back to, to capitalism. <laughs> capitalism. <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Tinder and capitalism have a they lot of common. Um, a lot of finance bros on there. Um, oh my God. Yeah, Enough with the fucking finance bros. But, like, yeah, I, there's no good segue for this, but we um, we have a great idea to talk about. Oh, um, I think the booby joke was, was a great, great segue. segue. That was a great segue. Can you say it again so we can, like, really relish in its, in its glory? Hey, Charlotte. Um, hey, hey Charlotte. I have a question. Hey, hey do you know what kind of bees give milk? I have no idea. The booby! <laughs> <laughs> the booby. Okay, well, thanks, boobies. You're lovely. Love a good boobie. Um, 
that well, yeah like okay tell us tell tell the tell the listeners about your idea for um so my tinder bio shameless shameless uh little what's what's the word i'm looking for shameless like i'm putting it out there promo i don't know uh i'm single i'm single i'm on tinder i'm, I'm not at, single sorry i'm also on bubble <laughs> And girls. Oh, and non-binary uh, I'm, pals. I'm non-binary individuals. Yes. Oh, non-binary girls, pals. gals, and non-binary pals. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, shameless promo. I am single. I am on dating apps. I have a lot of fun on dating apps. I safe, safe, very fun, safe. Um, safe is sexy, right? Love safe is sexy on dating apps. My bio on my dating app profile is very environmentally mm-hmm. sound. You have to find me to hear the whole thing, plus you have to see it. It's very it's a very visual mm-hmm. bio. No no eggplants are involved because I'm way not too basic like that. That's what I was going to say. Anyway, it has come to my attention that many swipers use my environmental environmentally sound bio as a way to, you know, try to come up with a pickup mm-hmm. line. And and most of them have failed miserably. Like a failed lot of mis- them have. like saying things like like saying oh, it's, it's I get like to bad, I get to bad. see the app. Like I get to see the destruction, you know, the chaos that this caused and I'm uh, it's unbelievable. Oh my god. <laughs> like What what was Oh my god, wait. What was that? I you got to read it. One you have to that read was it like do a dramatic reading, please, for the love of god. <laughs> what was the one that oh my goodness no names will be disclosed in the making of this radio yeah, show yeah can we do like but... censored names <laughs> <laughs> only the names of people we like are being disclosed uh, <laughs> well nuclear energy is a renewable that could end the world that's not a pickup line that's just dumb but nu- okay nuclear energy isn't renewable but it is clean so let's so let's talk about that. Like what? <laughs> I don't hmm. know what kind of pickup line is that? That's not a pickup. That's sorry. I got water in my mouth. It's not a pickup line. <laughs> it's not a pickup line. I know. I'm I'm like a little bit wor- because there's a lot of like profanity. I think. You know, I'm a little worried to just be you like. No, this is this is a free form radio for adults. I think we can. I think we can do it. Okay, that's honestly. Fair. That's fair. Let, let, let us know what you guys think about profanity, but I think we're fine with that. <laughs> All right, let me, let me, uh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Coming to you live from Abby's Tinder profile. Damn, girl, are you made of aluminum? Because that ass is hella recyclable. Her face, her face I'm not, is straight. I'm not her kidding. Face is straight I'm and literally not, not kidding. <laughs> People slide in to my Tinder messages and will say things like this. Like, I, I am a fun human being. Abby is you a fun want human to being. get to know me. Yes. You, you want mm-hmm. to get platonically or sexually or you know all of the above. That's fine too. I'm open to whatever. But that is unacceptable. That's honestly such a low bar. Damn, girl, is your ass aluminum? What? It's just not. No, a my ass, my ass is muscle tissue. My it's ass 
is made up of the gluteus minimus, medius, and maximus, and none of those things are made of it's aluminum. Just, it's just, it's, it's, he's, he's just trying too hard. Like, he, he was just really trying really hard. I don't know what it was. I wonder if that's, like, an actual joke. But this joke is bringing us to our new segment on the, on the Dirt Alert. Yeah. The Dirt Alert is now going to be a place, a safe place, of fun and sustainable pickup lines. Because people need help. And we're, we're willing to fill <laughs> that gap. Need help. We're willing to help you out, you know? I mean, also, if you're, like, a cool person out there who, like, wants to swipe right on me and, like, you're cool, like, that, that mm-hmm. also would be, wor- that would also work. Uh, I am single, uh, usually into guys, but I can, I can also, I can, I can try other things, too. Uh, no harm, no harm in Main Street. I'm just Don't saying, yeah, no <laughs> Stop, I get, no, no harm Here's in- the thing about Barnard. <laughs> Here's the thing about Barnard. I love Barnard. Everybody, I I I made fun of in every friend group for being the for being the straight one. And honestly, they're right. They're right. If I have, they're right. They are. I willingly, I willingly devote my romantic relationships to. Those the lesser who, sex, you could say. I, I mean, in my opinion. No, no, I, I will not. I will not say a lesser sex because um, I am not a feminazi. I am not I saying am. that women are better than men, but I am saying that like to spend a lot of time with a man, like a straight man, not a gay man, a straight man. And if it's on Tinder, it's probably an econ major. Oh my god. Oh my god, <laughs> the econ majors. <laughs> and if they're in a frat. One in particular, but if they're in a frat, we don't that frat's name. We're good. <laughs> we, we we only speak Latin, not Greek. Oh my god! Uh, He's, don't please don't drop the mic. That that was might have been exceptional. <laughs> I don't know. I got him for free. So yeah, I know. Uh, still, still. Anyway, um, our sustainable pickup line segment. Because we know that guys are struggling out there to get girls. And we're here to help you. This is... This is so Call I Your Daddy. Hey, Charlotte. So this is... Call Her yeah, Daddy? Yeah, have you seen Call Her... Have you heard of no, Call Her Daddy? Not, yeah, but you just said Call Your Daddy. No, I said Call Her Daddy, but it sounded like Call Your Daddy. But it's Call, it's call okay. Her Daddy. <laughs> it is Call also, Her Daddy. Except we're so much better than Call hey, Her Daddy. Hey, no, they're actually really not that bad. Like they're kind of... Edu- they're really educational. If you want to educate yourself on sex ed, they've got they've got some episodes. The only episodes that I've like the only actual helpful ones are like they give you great tips about like cyber sexting during a pandemic and like very obscure anal stories and it's hilarious Obs- and like that's literally all that I've ever heard. Well, okay, I've I've definitely I've heard some good things from Call Her Daddy. So I'm going to say that all I right, support well, I support anyway. them and what they want to do. Here's what yes. happens. Charlotte and I are swiping. Charlotte and I are two no. single no, no, homosexual no. individuals. No. Yes, we are. We're two we are, homosexual you, individuals. We're two. swiping on each oh, other. Oh, okay, okay. We yes, match. Yes, yes. No, we listen, we match. Yes. We match. Yes, we're two homosexual single mm-hmm. individuals on Tinder. You know, maybe we're not single. Maybe we're in an open relationship. Yeah. I don't care, but we match mm-hmm. on Tinder. And I'm like, yo, this chick is super, super cool. I should definitely hit her up, hit exactly. her up on this app. So, you know, she's swipe right on me, you know. But I don't like, mess with her, so start. there's that. 
No, but I, I, I'm no... I'm no first murder. Uh, <laughs> well, I was gonna say a word that people would get very... It's a word for wimp that, that a lot of people get very angry at, so I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, I get you. She's winking. So, uh... She, I, I'm winking. Um, so I, uh... I decide to message. I say, uh... Hey. Are you grasslands in the West? Because, girl, you on fire! <laughs> oh my god, I'm so seduced, but also really close to home, but also so seduced. Seriously, we should do something about that. The whole, the whole, it's a one-liner. It's a one-liner. It's, it's one message. It is one message. <laughs> it is one, one send is, are you the Glasslands in the West? Because you are on fire, but seriously, we should do something about that. Because you gotta add both those things together. It's, it's a Shows, A, you're creative. B, a, you're creative. A. B, you're creative. You're you're humorous. <laughs> C, you're creative. C. <laughs> no, 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 no. We have creative, humorous, humorous, and C. Into the environment and, and, and saving honestly, her. There you go. That's exactly like. All of a sudden, Charlotte is in my pants. She's made it all the way from yeah. Colorado. You know, I I feel like I need to shoot one back. Can I say one back? Oh, have I inspired you to message first? Oh, yeah. So, I am... I'm... You know. I'm on Tinder, right? Which I actually haven't seen in a while. Like, hey, Tinder, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up? Um, but I'm on Tinder, and I'm swiping, and I see, I see this beautiful woman, and her name is Abby. And uh, she runs, and I'm like, dang, I cannot run. She will be much faster than me. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Yeah, that's what she's going to say. I have no running in my Tinder profile, just by the way. But, you know, it's fine. I okay, don't bother okay. like that. Well, I guess I have back background information on Abby that I actually don't have. Oh, my God. In the moment. Oh, my God. But. <laughs> one of my pictures is the one where I'm on your shoulders at yes, the no, there Yes, no, there is too. a picture from us at the Climate March in her profile. And it's actually really nice. It's It's great. Really... Have you seen mine? I'm just gonna send yeah, you my Yeah, I want to see it. I think I should show it to I you. I think anyway. I maybe I've not seen. Like you can give me some I will. Edits. I will. I'm also. If anyone wants to yeah. send me their Tinder profile, it was a nice redownload for you. I can give you tips. You know, good tips. Good. Yeah, thing. make sure your spelling and grammar is all exactly. good. So, but anyway, what I was gonna say is I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot her one. Um, what I'm gonna say is I'm gonna I'm gonna look her, I'm gonna look her text box in the eye because I haven't met her yet and I'm not gonna because you know COVID. Um, but I look, I, I look at her messages, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to send one back. And I say, are you the last year? Because you're the hottest year on record. <laughs> are you the last and year? And I see that message, and I see that message, and I just, I just blush. And she just, she blushes, I and just then blush. she blocks me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, she doesn't block me. She, we go, we go block, on several dates. Block. It's an unmatched. Oh, my, oh my an God. Unmatched. We become best friends on Snapchat. Snapchat. We and then we the have, and then we get um, later down the line, we get married. There you go. That's that's what's up. That's our life cycle. Okay, but actually, real yeah, question. This has nothing to do with sustainability. But how do people meet in person? Like w- without, like without I, COVID, or with COVID? No, like how? No, like pre-COVID, post-COVID. How many? How many people are in relationships right now that you know that didn't meet? online and our one friend who has the long distance boyfriend in oh yeah i was gonna say um, camilla i was gonna I that was gonna doesn't say, count that doesn't say. count um oh i was not gonna name oh Jake, sorry that, that's a special case she's an okay. exception um i'm trying to think 
Nah, my fr like most of my friends. My last two. I'm actually I'm actually trying well, to think about my last this. two like actual like romantic relationships. Yeah. I'm calling I'm calling them romantic relationships because I feel like boyfriend is tough. Oh well, to there say was this, I had a lab partner <laughs> who had a boyfriend that she met in person. Like they like I don't know met through at a party. Oh, which is pretty cool. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I also met one of mine yeah, at a party. Yeah, you talked to him before that. But first yeah, we exactly. had that. <laughs> well, talked is a... Talked or just been like, my snap, my location, find, find me. me. Here I am. Works like a no, charm, really ladies. Does. Works it like is. A it's incredible. Um, Horny freshman boys? Mm -hmm. Anyone? But no, I, I'm actually really trying to think about that, and I can't think of any. Um... But no, that's what I'm saying. It's like who Tinder and like dating apps are like a really great alternative to dating in person for COVID. But you do have to be really careful because I know a lot no, of no, no, like, you, you can, don't have you don't you have to really... meet them. You know, you can just like talk and stuff. But I mean, I guess that takes the the fun out of it because you're supposed to meet them. I guess kind of not really. I mean, I mean, my track record was like talk to someone, never meet them. <laughs> I have a few exceptions mm. in mind. Yeah, a few exceptions. Like, my current... <laughs> like, like for instance, the entire nation. The entire nation of Great Britain. Britain. <laughs> that's, a, that's a story for another time. Um, what I, that, she's cracking herself up. She's, she's cracking herself up. <laughs> <laughs> she's dying. I just remember that evening too oh, well. Yeah. Oh, the post... The pre-Rona pre days. days. Exactly. But, you know, like... Yeah. All right, so we're going to play a song again <laughs> because we love music. Yeah, I'm going to we're going to we're going to take it down a notch from, you know, only Mercy Mercy Me's is a bop, but we're going to take it down. We're going to take it down to Mother Nature's Son by the Beatles. It's a great song. It's really cute. It's all about the environment and how like we belong there and everything. So, we're going to play that. Stay tuned for more, mostly just a wrap up.
Hope you enjoyed that song. Um, so we're gonna wrap up. We've had a great time. If you're up at six a.m., this is a great way to start your day. <laughs> a really great way to start your day. We will be saving these. Um, next week we are gonna be talking about the food industry. So, uh, stay tuned. Also, like we'll have a whole. Think about having you know like a bagel while you're eating. Like you know, eat while you listen, because you know what's. You might get hungry because we're going to be talking about food. <laughs> oh, you'll just be salivating yeah, so much. <laughs> mm, yes. Exactly. Good stuff. Oh my god, my lab is talking all about taste oh my god, and taste. receptors, and I I literally am like reading like science labs about like you know doing operations on mice, and I'm like hungry. It's so bad. You're operating on mice. Wait, Abby, do you actually go into the lab? Not yet. They haven't, like, regulations haven't allowed undergrads to go in yet, but it, so first it's going to be, like, two undergrads are going to be able to go in, mm. and it's going to be seniors, and then I'll be able to go, like, I'm going to, I'm, like, probably by next semester I'll be able okay. to go in, but, so like know, things change doing, all the time, so, you, you know. Are you doing, like, just remote research? Like, what are you doing for them? I'm doing a lot of remote, like, I'm, I'm doing, like, a ton of remote research and writing, mm. science writing, it's not the same as, as actual literature, Lovely. don't worry. Um, yeah. <laughs> And, uh, but I can't, I can't collect any data. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course. Because I need, I need to be in, in the lab to collect data. Mm. So that will start hopefully in January. But right now it's actually just really cool because I, like, get to, like, learn a lot from my PI and from the other people in my lab. And, uh, we're doing some pretty sick research. None of it is COVID related, which kind of blows because that's super important right now. But at the but same time. It is, it is. It is diabetes related, and it's yeah. awesome. But we can talk about it. We next actually time. can't because it kind of relates. Um, but yeah, that's why I said we can talk about it. Next I think time. we got a, we got a lot of things to talk about next time. Um, so we're gonna exit out with some some more songs so that you can drink your morning coffee and eat your morning breakfast and enjoy enjoy some songs. Yeah, exactly. Um, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for enjoying your Scott Segura and goodbye from the Journaler. I'm hardly playing I had a youthful face 
it's fine Building jumbo planes Or taking a ride On a cosmic train Switch on summer From a slot machine Just get what you want to if you want Is you can get anything I know we've come a long way We're changing day to day But tell me, where do the children play? Children play. 